Renee. Hey, Andrew, and hello, Ingus Nation. You're listening to episode seven of the CrossFit Ingus podcast. And today we are discussing how Ingus began, the story of Ingus. That's right. Um, so in February, we recently celebrated our um, five years of being open, yep. right? Five year anniversary. Cool. So where did it start? <laughs> um, <laughs> how did it become a thing? Yeah, so we, um, so, so in the, when we had Ed on the podcast, he kind of brought this up a little bit. And um, so we wanted to kind of go into a little bit more detail. Um, it's funny thinking back, like you said, we've been open for five years now. Uh, at the time we opened, I think, every, you know, obviously everyone knew the story behind Ingus. Right. Um, but now, um, because it's been five years, probably a lot of people have no idea how we got started. So yeah. we thought it would be a good idea to, to share that story with them. Especially now that we have the podcast, it's a great way to yep. kind of get it out there. Yep. Yep. So I guess we can maybe start. So when I first got into CrossFit. Okay. Um, so I, I first found CrossFit probably in like the 2009 timeframe. Mm-hmm. Um, when, I, when I first got into it, uh, there, there were really no CrossFit gyms in the area. Um, the first one that opened up was New London CrossFit. Okay. Um, so they originally they were down in this little space on Bank Street, and um, I I ended up joining there. Um, I was doing more of kind of the open gym type membership. So right. I would go in at lunchtime. Uh, I trained a little bit with one of the owners at the time, who was Aaron Meredith. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was going in and training there, and um, that's when I first met Tim Devine. Okay. So. He started around the same time as I did, um, and he would c- kind of do the same thing. He came in, did his own, you know, his own workouts. Open gym type of deal. Yep. And I think actually the first time that, that I met him or that we worked out together, I was in there. Um, I was setting up for a workout called the Lumberjack 20, mm-hmm. which is, it's a hero workout, um, which is basically like a 400-meter run in between you know, every CrossFit exercise you can imagine. So it's like 20 reps of something and then you go out and do a run, 20 reps of something else, go out and do a run. And there's like 10 different things that you do. So um, I was I was getting ready, setting up all this equipment and, and he came in and kind of saw what I was doing and was, I guess he was intrigued. So he came Did over. Did he jump in? Yeah, he, he came over and asked me what I was doing. I showed him the workout and uh, and he decided he wanted to jump in. And, and after that, we kind of started working out together. Cool. Um, and, and yeah, that's how, that's how I first met him. Maybe we need to do a throwback of that workout. Yeah. It's now that it's a little warmer. It's a, it's a great wad. It's a very tough (laughs) wad logistically for a big class. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, yeah. So, so Tim and I met, um, at New London CrossFit back in like 2010. Uh, we were there for, for probably about a year or so, maybe not quite. Um, they moved from Bank Street over to their first location on Coleman, mm-hmm. uh, and we were still going there for a little while. And then Tim started talking about opening up uh, a CrossFit gym in Groton. And this would be like the second one in the area, right? Yeah, I think at, at the time, point. yeah, there was there was the um, Southeastern CrossFit, which was it was kind of up farther north, right. but within this area, that was New London was the first one that was in like a twenty mile radius. Right. Um, so Tim started talking about uh, opening up his own gym, um, and you know started working towards that in 2011. I think officially he opened up in like April of 2011, and um, I went and got my level one in May of okay. that year, and then started coaching for him. 
you know, what's interesting is that's, I started working out there, like, as they started, like, it wasn't completely done yet. Yeah. Chris, he was helping out over there. And I don't feel like I ever, we, you and I never really crossed paths too often. No, I, I knew who you were yeah. at Groton, but not only, mainly through Chris. Right. Actually, the first time, so the first time I went over to what was going to be CrossFit Groton while Tim was still kind of building it. Yeah. Um, was the first time I met Chris. Okay. And um, I still remember we did this workout that was like, it was like 10 rounds of 100 meter sprints with some built-in rest in between. Mm -hmm. And then we immediately went inside and did a, a one rep max um, <laughs> overhead, like jerk. Yeah. Um, so that, yeah, that was my first experience with uh, working out with Chris. That's so funny. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Um, yeah, so Tim opened in like April. I started coaching for him in May after I got my level one. Um, it, was a really, it was a really small box. It was like 1500 square feet. Um, down on Bridge Street in that um, the, the plaza where the what is it the Meineke the Meineke yeah and isn't it it's exactly where the Outer Light the brewery is yep. too right yep where Outer Light is now um, and so it was yeah a really small gym um, had a super tight knit community um, he he was really good about doing like fundraisers and stuff and parties at the mm -hmm. gym. And actually, that's kind of where the Halloween party was born. So back then, Sarah Minor was was still organizing that that party for him. Right, and we still and we still do we it still now. do it now. Yeah, <laughs> yep. Um, so so Tim was open for about a year, no, just over a year, um, and then in July of 2012, he passed away. Mm -hmm. um, it was very sudden, very unexpected, um, and everything kind of just came to a crashing halt. So, uh, not only did we lose a really close friend, but, you know, everyone kind of lost part of what their daily routine was. Right. So, you know, we were used to going into the gym and working out and being together three, four, five days a week. And then all of a sudden that was just, it's just gone, stopped. Yeah. It just stopped. Um, so there was, there was a period of probably, you know, two months or so where no one really knew what was going on. Um, you know, there was some, some rumors that the gym was going to reopen, mm -hmm. uh, but no one really knew. And obviously, like Tim's family was dealing with some other things, so it wasn't high on their priority right. list. Um, and so during that time, I can remember we, there would be people who would get together in the parking lot to do workouts. He had the, um, like the, the tires and stuff. Yeah. And the Atlas stones were still outside. So, you so could still we would do like box jumps outside. on the tires and, you know, tire flips and Atlas stones and things, things like that. Um, you'd make it work. <laughs> yeah. Yep. There was a group of us who, um, started going down to the, the Fitch high school track. Oh. Um, and we actually did that for about four months. Wow. Um, from the time that Groton closed right through till, um, till December, I think. So, uh, until until it was basically snowing out. right <laughs> so you were able to keep the community together and yeah somewhat I mean we were just trying to do out. whatever yeah. we could essentially yeah. um, so but eventually um, you know a number of the coaches and some of the members started talking about what should be next yeah. what, what we should do um, and we all knew that you know Tim would have wanted the community to continue right like he wouldn't just want it to to kind of go away right um, so, and I can remember a point where, you know, Kate and I, we, we talked about this, you know, a number of times. I can remember a point where I kind of, you know, said to her, like, I, you know, I, I think it should be us. I think, I think we should continue this. Yeah. Um, 
because I, I, I felt like we could, you know, honor Tim and, mm-hmm. and, and continue what he was building, um, in a way that, that he would be proud of. Right. Um, so we, we kind of, we got a group of the coaches together and some of the other people that were close to Tim at the time, we all got together at Starbucks and we basically said, you know, we want to reopen the gym. We want to open under a different name in a different space and try and continue on what, what Tim was doing. And how were everyone's feelings on that? Were they pretty open to it? Yeah. I mean, everyone was, was very receptive. Um, you know, most, most of them wanted to be involved in some way or another through right. coaching or helping out or, you know, whatever. Um, and then so both uh, Jay Combs mm-hmm. and another guy, Chris Jones, expressed at that time being interested in being involved as partners in the business. So it was the four of you? So it was the four of us, yep. Um, Chris has since left, mm-hmm. um, so now it's Kate, Jay, and I. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> and so we, you know, we kind of decided we want to figure this out. We want to figure out how to, how to reopen. Right. So I think the first, the first step was to, to talk to Tim's family. So we wanted to make sure that we had their blessing. Okay. Um, you know, let them know what we wanted to do and that it was, it was about continuing on what Tim had started. How was um, their response? It was, it was great. So, you know, they've always been really supportive of us. We, mm-hmm. we sat down with, with um, Tim's dad and his brother um, and basically, you know, talked about the best way to move this forward. We came to an agreement um, with them to, to buy the equipment from Tim, from oh, okay. his family, um, and basically just said, you know, we want to we wanna keep we want to keep going what Tim had started. Right. Um, and they've, they've been supportive throughout the years. So they, um, Tim's brother still organizes a charity golf tournament every mm-hmm. year and we yep. always try and play in that. Uh, and even if we don't, we, uh, you know, contribute, um, some raffle prizes and right. things like that to, to the, to the charity. That's great. Yeah. So um, you got their blessing. What was the next step? So after that was, uh, find a new space. How did, um, how did that go down? <laughs> that, that took a while. Um, so I think we, I think we, um, we sat down with, with Tim's family in like September. Mm-hmm. Um, and for the next probably three or four months, we're trying to find a space. Right. Um, we looked at a number of different places. So I think we looked at like two or three different um, spots that were in the uh, that plaza where Aldi's is. Okay. So more yep. of like, you know, commercial. Yeah. Um, like the office plaza. Type, yeah. yeah. Type space. Yeah. Um, so it was like you know really low ceilings, um, like drop ceilings. Um, everything was carpeted, so it was really wasn't like suited for. Oh, totally different vibe, especially yeah. from what you were yeah. coming from. Yeah. But there really wasn't a whole lot out there. Right. The other place we looked at was actually um, on this street, so right next to us. So if you're if you're on the street looking at our building, it's the the two buildings immediately to our left. Okay. Um, and they had they had like two vacant um, spots in that building. So we looked at that for quite a while mm-hmm. actually, and it um, it didn't end up working out because of like parking restrictions with the town and whatnot. Um, which was definitely for the best. Right. Um, but that, that probably took us like a good month or two to figure that out. Yeah. Um, and at the time, the, the building that we're in currently, was it was here, but it was basically just a shell. So it was completely empty. There was, there was no electrical. There was no heating. There was no plumbing or bathrooms. It was, it was completely just empty. Naked. Yeah. And so, and so, you know, originally we kind of 
pass it off as something that wasn't really viable. Right. And the, and the other thing was it was so big compared <laughs> to what CrossFit Groton was yeah. that it was like a little bit intimidating right. thinking that like, you know, that, that could possibly be our space. Um, but we ended up talking to the guys that, that own the building mainly because there weren't really any other options. Right. Um, and they were, they were really good about working with us to, to do the build out and to, you know, putting everything in place that we would need to be able to operate. That's great. Um, and so I think we signed a lease with them in like the middle of December. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the next few months where they were doing the build out and everything and, and we officially opened in February of 2013. Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so five, five years five ago. Five years. Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah. Pretty exciting. Yep. So yep. from there, I mean, how did you think of the name Ingus? Where did that come from? So that was, um, it's, so it's really hard to name an affiliate because it has to be completely unique, okay. right? So it can't be yep. anything similar to any of the other affiliates that are out there. Right. Um, so you basically, we basically sat and searched the internet, coming up with ideas and checking if that name was taken. Right. Um, Did you have like a whole list that you guys made? Uh, and then I, I don't know if we... Yeah. crossed them off as you did your research? I don't or? know if we officially made a list. We just came up with ideas and, yeah. and tried to see if they would work. Um, but it's, it was really challenging. And so I think we, um, we found Ingus, Kate actually found the name Ingus Mm -hmm. randomly on Pinterest. Okay. Um, and so it, it's a, it's a Nordic term that loosely translated means where there's a will, there's a way. Okay. And at the time we thought it fit really well with kind of where we were at and what we were trying to do. Um, and so it, so it kind of just stuck. Um, and obviously it wasn't taken, so we... <laughs> you went with it. Yeah, yeah. We, we asked if um, we could use that name, and, and it was accepted. Cool. Yeah. How about the colors? Was um, there any p- particular meaning to those, or you liked the way they looked? Or? <laughs> we like, yeah, we liked the way they looked. Yeah. Um, I think... So, so Groton was... CrossFit Groton was, like, black and red. Mm-hmm. So we wanted to... We wanted to be, you know, to, to keep... Tim's memory alive and like you know try and follow in what he was building in terms of the community and stuff but right. we also wanted to be able to differentiate ourselves from from what that was because mm-hmm. you know we're not Tim we weren't trying to be Tim right. we were trying to be Ingus mm-hmm. um, and so it was important to us to to kind of differentiate differentiate ourselves in, in those ways like finding a new space a new sure. name um, and new new colors, new colors. yeah um, so yeah, we just kind of liked the way they looked. The, yeah. uh, the lime green with the black is just kind of pops nicely. Yeah. So, um, yeah, we just went with it. Cool. Yeah. So of our current members, who has been there from the start? So I think there's, there's a handful. Um, so like Kev Maz, um, Ed Pollard, mm-hmm. um, Dave and Jackie were both at Groton. Uh, Annette Finton was mm-hmm. there. Um, Sarah Miner, as we talked about before, Jay and Jess, obviously. Right. Um, Lisa, before she left. Mm-hmm. Um, me and Kate. Yeah. Um, you, you and Chris were there for a time. Yeah. Right. So there's yeah there's a good handful that have been there since uh, since day one. Since the start. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah. So, where do you want to take Inga's over the next five years? Um, well, definitely continue to grow. 
Um, so I think, you know, expand our, our current class offerings. Mm-hmm. Uh, just continue to grow the membership base in the community. Right. Um, I think one of the things that I want to focus more on and that you and I have been talking about a little bit is, yes. is focusing more on nutrition. Yep. Um, there's, a, there's a great quote from, from Greg Glassman, uh, who's the creator of CrossFit, is that if you're, if you're not focusing on your, your nutrition, you're not doing CrossFit. Right. Um, so just kind of taking that to, um, into account and like having people put a greater focus on their nutrition. Sure. Um, also expand like our youth programs mm-hmm. and offerings for kids, things like that. Um, and really just become more involved in the local community in the health and wellness space. So broaden our reach outside of our CrossFit bubble. Yes. Um, and just get pe- more people involved in fitness. Kind of show that we're, you know, we're, we're more than just CrossFit. Right. So, you know, we are a CrossFit gym and, and we love CrossFit. We love everything that it stands for. Um, but it's not the only thing that defines us. So just to kind of expand that reach and, and just get more people involved. Spread the word of health. That's right. The good word. Yep. Cool. So that's, uh, yeah, that's, that's the outlook. I like it. Nice little summary of where we all started here. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, thanks for listening, everyone. And we'll see you in two weeks for another episode. Thanks, everyone. Talk to you later.